One thing that stuck with me, you said that the, the advertisements or the things that we're posting on social media, as you were saying, that they're going to be directed towards if you like family, it'll be a family oriented. If you like relationships, it'll be relationship oriented. Do you think that's where we're going? Like to specify exactly what you're because if you look at TikTok, it's crazy. The thing just keeps you engaged, right? It's like hard to get off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here for an episode of Shotcast with a very powerful individual today, Casey Herbis. He's the chief marketing officer at Rocket Central, which is most of the rocket companies, billion dollar companies we're talking here, he oversees all the marketing initiatives. He's driving new strategies to captivate the audience of the nation's largest and most trusted mortgage lender to achieve these goals. He leads in the Detroit's premier and house marketing agency. With Casey's leadership at Rocket, he's earned two consecutive number one rankings on the highly coveted USA Today ad meter, the leading ranking platform for Super Bowl commercials. In 2022, he won and and in 2021, he won, both with amazing Rocket Mortgage ads for the Super Bowl. He's a graduate of Michigan State University, so go green if you see him. And we're excited to have him on the show. You know, I believe this channel is about sharing the wealth, so I'm going to be getting information from him and picking his brain a little, but also I want you to hear what he has to say regarding marketing, social media, the trending topics, how he got to his success today. I think it's very important. This guy's a senior leader in charge of marketing for a billion-dollar organization, and he won the number one commercial two years in a row. This guy's huge. He's busy. By the way, new Aces Academy gear, everything in life connects. Acesacademy.com. Check out the new gear. Motivate and inspire not only yourself when you look in the mirror, look down, but everybody around you. Alex. Casey, how's it going? Good, man. Sorry I'm uh, a few minutes late. Oh, it's okay, brother. You're super busy. Thanks for taking the time. You got like a professional studio set up there. Oh, yes, sir. We got everything for you. We even got the noisemakers here. There you go. Yes, sir. How you been, man? Good. I'm doing good. What, what's, good. Uh, I'm doing kind of fucking cold as shit here today, but it's all yeah. good. I'm about to go over to Comerica Park. I gotta go look at some signage stuff, so it's gonna be freezing, but it's all good. Yes, sir. The beauty of Detroit. Do we only have 15 minutes? 14 now? No, we'll, we'll, no, we'll, uh, I'll add some on the back end. I apologize. I had a creative review with my team. I had to get through some stuff. No worries, man. Well, I gave you an introduction while you were gone because you're an impressive man, and we appreciate you for everything you're doing for the company. And I just kind of, uh, we met five years ago. You really helped me out back then. It's crazy because you evolve as time goes on and I'm in a completely different space now, but kind of along the same line. And you helped me a while ago. And now, I mean, from where you were there to where you are now and what you've accomplished, it's crazy. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain on a couple of things, maybe get some advice from you. And I thought I'd document it, you know, just to share some gems. Yeah, of course. I'm going off memory myself now. When we chatted, if I remember correctly, you correct me if I'm wrong, weren't you doing some YouTube videos with a book? Yeah. You know, like you were doing like a book club. And at the time you were talking about, it was like a Navy SEAL 6 book, whatever it might be. And at some point we were on your YouTube channel. I go, oh, what's that? And you showed me like your alter ego. <laughs> yeah, right? it, was, it was extreme ownership to the, the top... So we had an issue where, well, I had an issue. I couldn't remember books and we were starting a book club at the same time for directors. And I said, hey, why not summarize books in 10 takeaways, 10 minutes? And that was how yeah. the YouTube thing started. That evolved into motivational videos. Then it evolved into podcasts, which we called, you know, Shotcasts. We were doing them with like senior leaders. Now it's completely different. So I'll catch you up to speed on it though. Married at the time? No. No, it was before I was married. Before I even had a girlfriend, I think. I was single when I met with you. Didn't I ask you, you know, didn't you? show me a video it's with like you and your buddies and you're screwing around or whatever it might have been it might have been something like that when you were giving me feedback on what to show and not show on youtube maybe <laughs> 
I'm just going off memory because I, I remember that meeting because I've actually used it in the past. I used our conversation. Yeah. When I talk to young people and, you know, I think one of my personal credos and quotes is like, I'm so glad I grew up in the 70s and 80s because I did so much stupid and there's no record. Yeah. Yeah. You told me that. I remember. There's yeah. a Warren Buffett quote of, you know, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. Mm-hmm. And you, if you think about it, you might do things different. And we- I've used that, our, our conversation that day, because you weren't doing anything super egregious and meant to be harmful or nothing. Like, make no mistake. If I remember correctly, I asked you, like, huh, you know, does he want to continue to grow, blah, blah, blah. Will you be proud of this 10 years from now? Because your life evolves, right? I mean, I think about the stuff I did when I was 20, 30. Yeah. You know, I look back and I go, fuck, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I did before YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we're we're seeing it more and more. It's actually uh, what my sweater says, everything in life connects. So I'm glad that meeting connected to something else for you. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, so. Married and got kids. Yeah, married with one kid. As you can see, the grades are coming in, you know, but we're blessed. Yeah, you have a few kids yourself. Uh, yeah, they're older now. I mean, yeah. I say older, 16 or 17 and 12. Yeah, my wife actually went to Michigan State too, so. It, it goes, you know, everyone tells you this, but it goes, it goes way too fast. You look back and Jesus Christ, I was, you know, I was holding my daughter yesterday and, you know, yesterday I was meeting with her counselor talking about, you know, how it is to look at. And I was like, yeah. there you go. But anyway. Yeah, I remember that. I try to remember that every single day and spend quality time. Uh, so your background, I explained, you know, uh, 17 years in the automotive industry. Uh, you've been with Rocket since 2017, two award-winning Super Bowls. I mean, one thing that sticks to me every time I talk to you is you talk about how the culture has shaped you and how much the Rocket culture has made you buy in. Could you just explain that a little for me real quick? What's the biggest yeah. thing about the culture here that you love and that you're continuing to grow for us? Prior to joining Rocket, Quicken, uh, Rocket, uh, six years ago in April. You know, I spent 25 years in the automotive industry uh, agency and uh, on the OEM side, on the automaker side. And I became a leader at a very young age. I was a leader at 27 years old, leading the team, grew in leadership along the way. You know, so I was a leader for 18 years with zero, like, formal training, a construct of which to work from. I, I really led, you know, emulating people I knew or what, you know, I knew true to myself. And when I was interviewing here, I'll never forget, was I... After I interviewed here, I spent the day with Jay Partner and I walked outside and went to my car and I started reading the Isms book in the parking lot, uh, you know, right here back behind OCM on the top deck. And I almost got through the book sitting in the car and I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, like here I am. And the words weren't the same, but the, the I, you know, the prevailing thought and the Isms again, the, the Isms, they, they, I, 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 um, I leaned into them and I was like, wow, like, I've been living my life very similar, you know, who I am as a, as a human, as a professional, as a father, a son, whatever it might be. I was living very much in similar ways. I just wasn't using the same exact words. And so that's when it really real, it made me realize like, wow, this is a, this is a type of company organization and culture I want to be part of at a, a older age at 45 years old, joined this company five, 10, 15 years ago, uh, as I was younger in my career. And when I first got here, Alex, I realized that I had a lot to learn as it, as it came to leadership. And, you know, it, it'd be very easy for me to join this organization and go, you know what, what got me here will get me there. And, you know, I decided to step back and, you know, look at myself in the mirror and go, you know what, there's a lot you can learn about you know how to be more of an effective leader communicator whatever it might be still miles to go and um so that's where i'm thankful is you know i found a, a company and organization that you know it, the culture and philosophy and certainly you know uh, wrapped with the isms all around it it spoke to me and now it's like okay now what are you going to do with it and um yeah. so here i am six years later i've changed a lot i've changed a lot 
as a marketer and you know as a human right as we all uh, as we grow older and you know ideally wiser well i was shaped and if i would have come in and said and i've seen people join this organization from outside that maybe have 20 25 years of experience you know they decide not to maybe look in the mirror and maybe make changes or evolve and i think it's you know you're battling quite honestly uphill you've got to be willing to change take the feedback and what you're going to do with the feedback is just as important as if you're willing to listen to it i always say great leaders force feedback you'd not even wait for it but force it every single time i end a meeting what could i have done better what could i have done better I and- ask at the end of every one remember i asked my team members give me yeah. feedback and even seeing you speak five six years ago on the engine to seeing you speak now is transformational uh even your health i mean you've lost a lot of weight it looks like yeah, over the past years pounds. that's crazy i uh i made a decision a year and a half ago uh i turned 50 years old and you know i, I looked at myself again in the mirror and i saw somebody i didn't like and i didn't want to be anymore and you know i then reflected and realized that i've been living my life like i'm 25 and 35 and expecting different results and so i decided to make changes for the better right so, you know as you get older things get more difficult and yeah. uh so i was like i've got to make changes because what i'm doing you know living like i'm 25 and 35 you know i'm going the wrong way so you know, yeah made a lot of health and personal decisions that you know uh, i feel amazing yeah well you're doing a good job man just to catch you up to speed so as a senior leader I became known and in love with helping people that were struggling and maybe on their last month or two in the company. And I got very good at that of transforming them into promotions and leaders and getting them off their production letters, uh, as we call it. And as I became in love with that, I started like a boot camp for struggling bankers in the company where I do like a three-day camp, you know, eight hours a day, pretty aggressive Friday to Sunday to teach them everything I know about banking and break it down. And the feedback I kept hearing was, you know, the way you teach it was simple, you know, it was easy, it was digestible. I started doing the same thing for leaders because I created a great culture on my team where my team members are literally willing to get our logo tattooed on their back. That's how strong our culture was, maybe a little too strong. And I started mentoring leaders and doing a leadership boot camp. And when the broker wave came, because I know you're working with TPO now as well, a lot of folks, friends and family and you know people that left banking and Rocket to start broker shops with TPO and partner with us on that side, they called me to learn that business. And you know, Casey, I said, you know, I don't really know the broker business. I know the, the retail model, you know? So I went in there undercover and, you know, I learned the model. And then I said, you know what? I, I know how to sell before Rocket. I was doing distribution, business to business sales. I said, let me apply the same fundamentals I teach at Rocket to the broker model. And it worked, you know, besides switching a couple of things things with the scripting and stuff. And people started calling me from brokerages. So I started an online consulting academy for sales and leadership. And the reason I say that is because you're talking about the ism book and the culture. The biggest thing I'm finding is when I infuse that rocket culture, you know, like not exactly the isms, but creating a company's own form of isms and standards and team name and outings and stack ranks and contests and all of these things that go inside a great leadership, you know, culture into the company production always follows. And I've worked in the solar panel company. I've worked at car sales companies, use car sales uh, teams. I've worked with life insurance teams and it keeps applying itself. I haven't failed yet. The the principles apply, right? Again, I mean this with the utmost respect, but, you know, Dan and developing the isms, writing the isms book and blah, 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 like simplicity is genius in that you can lift those up. I mean, you're, you're going to see as a father too, and maybe you're not there yet, but, you know, it's, it's he, she, you know, grows. Like there's things that I, I use them at home. You probably catch yourself doing that, right? You know, we're talking yeah. to friends that are going through inside or outside of this business, right? Yeah. Before I was late to a meeting and I had called a friend, she's been laid off and she's not 
great spot and you know mentally and you know blah 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 and like i find myself like almost talking isms to her in terms of like the the, the principles and they can be applied in so many different ways in situations yeah. and that's the number one thing i found is that uh, since covid i'm not sure what's happened exactly to you know humans in general but i feel like we need a lot more support than we used to and for leaders i've been teaching them a lot of them don't have that emotional support in the relationships and that's the first thing i teach them is to focus on people's personal life in their mind get to know them get their goals get their whys but then how do you push them to that every single day and every single month which follows so i've been doing leadership culture and then sales skills training and i have a whole virtual academy with weekly coaching for leaders and salespeople. and then it's a networking tool for them and they also get advice from me once a week and it's like a monthly fee for it and it's been going good sales have been going good it's been strictly based off referrals however i am still struggling with social media because i've transformed so many times the mission from book summaries to motivational speeches to podcasts and now what i'm trying to do is i got this advice from you know brad lee and in las vegas he runs this courseware that i use online called lightspeed vt and a lot of big names work with him Lightspeed VT. So like Tony Robbins and Damon Jones and all these big names use it, right? It's an online virtual training platform. The uniqueness of it is it could actually narrow down the focus to you specifically. Like for example, if you're a salesperson starting a course, three boxes pop up while I'm talking. It says, have you been in sales for zero to six months, six to 12 months or over a year? And depending on which box you click, you get a different video of me. So it just personalizes the experience through the training. And I've been working with him. He partnered with me on the website site. The sales have been going good. The social media hasn't. One advice, piece of advice he gave me was, look, document the journey. You're coaching every single day. You're talking every single day, which I have a camera on the light right here. I've been documenting this journey. And if you go look at my social media, it is documenting. The issue with documenting is what I think is, if you look at TikTok and Instagram, which by the way, I have a brother-in-law that sells an affirmation planner. He sold over $2 million last year just on Facebook ads. Wow. You know, now he's moving to Amazon and his sales are crazy. He's averaging 35, 40,000 on an affirmation planner, you know, a day. And it's all through ads. And I haven't done any ads yet, but I haven't been able to build an organic presence. I mean, I got a couple of thousand on each one organically, but I haven't been able to really hit that breakthrough. And if you look at my videos, it's just like in the spur of the moment, me and you talking and I start the video and pick 60 seconds from it and just post it with like a topic, maybe like the isms that will be like a culture topic. And what I think is I'm not catching the attention. If you look at TikTok, I need to be hanging off the wall like Spider-Man upside down, coming down, catching the attention in the beginning and really making it entertaining. Your brand, you know, like yeah, I don't enjoy. Do how much do you use LinkedIn? I use, I post once a day, twice a day on it. You know, I just, I try to be more verbal on LinkedIn. So I, I explain the video a little more through like a paragraph or two. You post a, I think about your audience, right? Your audience is, what about B2B? They're professionals, right? They're sales professionals. I'm only speaking from my experience. Like, you know, you know, I'm a 51 year old white guy. And so I use TikTok to go into mindless spaces. You know, I use Instagram quite a bit more and more from an e-commerce standpoint. But I'll tell you, LinkedIn for me, like, I spent a shit ton of time on LinkedIn and you know, like I'll use someone like Gary V. Like Gary V is like, he's one of my favorites. Right. And I think about, I watch almost every Gary V video and you know, I'm yeah. talking about the guy, but um, Eric Thomas, right. You know, who seen speak here. I don't I'm, but this is just me. I'm a big LinkedIn. And if you were to make you motivate, you know, like just think about that audience, you're talking, you're trying to talk to, you know, white collar professional, right. And 
Yeah. Like how professional, you know, generally hunting and gathering their business or trying to expand their networks, and that's a big place. TikTok, yeah, but, but that's just me. You know, I'm not going to LinkedIn. I'm more, I'm like, all right, how can I use it for education? Or actually, I was just talking to a team member about this, like, you know, use it for some educational tools, but, but I'm also, you know, 51. Uh, a 24-year-old, a 24 or 28-year-old is going to be more apt to go to TikTok than they are LinkedIn. Yeah. Are you focused on social media for our companies, or do you mainly stick with the advertising and commercials? No, I, I've got social as part of my career. Yeah. So I find that every platform is different, like you're saying, right? Yeah. You know, with LinkedIn, where I see, like, the more you comment on people's stuff, you know, like, just That's building your, your SEO and your, your brand on LinkedIn. That's one thing I don't do. So I don't spend a lot of time networking, commenting, liking posts. I just post as a morning. I'm on LinkedIn two or three times a day, if anything, is catching up with people, consuming content, learning, sharing. So you, so you think that's important to just network? I, well, I think about your audience. Yeah. I mean, your audience is going to be that professional fight or is in the professional space. Yeah. YouTube, if you've been looking at YouTube shorts, a lot of them have been getting a lot of views. So that's a, it's a good opportunity and a window for YouTube shorts right now. But same thing here. I do long form videos once a week and short form videos once a day. Instagram, kind of the same thing. Do a short video every single day based off of a concept that I think yeah. is interesting or that's helpful. But I'm not really engaging in the beginning of the video because I don't have time to like literally sit there and shoot a creative ad outside on the balcony. So I just document the journey, send it to an editor and he spits me out videos. So that's pretty much what I've been doing now. The thing is I haven't been making a lot of extra sales on my academy from social media, which I feel like is an opportunity. So I just wanted your advice on where you think I should steer or focus in 2023 with social media. My opinion, and just, you know, a quick eyeball on that. I think that, you know, that some of the, just eyeballing some of the content, the, um, like it's cool, like it's short form, you can distribute it across. I just think your audience, who you're trying to reach and grow is going to be more apt to be on a LinkedIn, you can use all the TikTok content in, right? And bring it in, but you don't have to do LinkedIn, you know, video or content specifically, but I would think about building up your audience there as well, because it's a niche professional audience. Do you think long form or short form videos would be better? You know, I, I don't know what you deem short versus long, uh, like anyone else. 60 I mean, seconds or less or a minute to five. Dish, right? Yeah. Two minutes or less, a minute or less, you know? Yeah. I don't think I'd be putting out, you know, the Simon Senex and the, you know, blah, blah, blah. They can get away with 10, 15 minute videos. You know, Gary V, like, think about what Gary V does. He's so short. You know, I don't know how much you follow him and watch what he does. I do, I do. Yes. Yeah. I've been following him. So, your biggest advice would just be to spend more time networking and engaging instead of posting? Yeah. You should have to fill up your audience. No different than, you know, even organically driving and building things like with TikTok and YouTube. But spend some time, like, just blasting out connections. You can, like, you've been doing this for a long time. I'm shocked. And I've been on LinkedIn for 25 years. Every day, every day I go on LinkedIn and I'm like, I'm hitting connections and da da da. Like, I got 15. 16,000 followers. Yeah, I think that's my biggest opportunity. I mean, I haven't even connected with you on LinkedIn. I need to spend more time connecting and looking at people's content and provide value or commenting. I mean, you gotta realize there's also, there's 20,000 people in this company. Think about it, right? Yeah. I think the other thing I do is I literally, I don't know, I don't know the bankers, I don't know all the triple crown bankers, but anytime I see a triple crown banker, I connect with them. And just think about that, and then you have access to their network, and then, then maybe they share, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that perpetual, like, you know, flywheel of building that web and knowing that, all these humans here are generally, you know, they're not 14 year old kids or 
you know, professionals are looking to make themselves better and whatever, you know, their goal is. Yeah. You said something interesting in the Triple Crown meeting that you brought that up. You said that you were in a meeting with, I think, Facebook or like Google or some of the biggest names out there. One thing that stuck with me, you said that the, the advertisements or the things that we're posting on social media, as you were saying, that they're going to be directed towards, if you like family, it'll be a family oriented. If you like relationships, it'll be relationship oriented. Do you think that's where we're going? Like to specify exactly what you're, because if you look at TikTok, it's crazy. The thing just keeps you engaged, right? It's like hard well, to get yeah, off. Well, it's, yeah, I, I go down these rabbit holes. I was telling some the other day, like, you know, part of my health journey is like stretching more, blah, blah, blah. Now my goddamn TikTok feed's full of like animal chiropractor. I don't know how the hell I get animal chiropractor videos, <laughs> but I happen to watch. You know, I'm like, all right, how can I stretch my lower back, blah, blah, blah. And somehow I watched that animal chiropractor video. Now I can't get out of animal chiropractor videos. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, you know, and I like motivational videos too. Yeah. Do you think the fact that I'm doing sales, leadership, and mindset is too much on one social media to post? Or do you think well, I could do all three I mean, at once? Hand in hand. Okay, cool. What's your opinion on AI and how are you going to leverage it? Well, we're all asking ourselves the, the same question. Um, I think it's absolutely frightening. I don't know how much you've screwed around with chat GPT. And, um, you know, I, I got on in late late October, early November. And, you know, in the marketing advertising world, like people are flooding towards it. I think it's really interesting. But Microsoft just put a shit ton of money in it. And, you know, like how is it going to influence SEO uh, things? And even down to, you know, like we're getting into AI imagery, building, things like that. I mean, it's, it's here. It's scary. It ain't going to stop. You know, uh, I, my wife is a retired school teacher and I showed her, you know, she struggles with our kids sometimes in school. And I go, what is cash working on right now? Right. My wife's like not a tech human whatsoever. And, um, She's like, oh, he's learning about Egypt, okay? And I go, okay. I go, Cindy, watch this. And I go, 900-word essay on Egypt. And she shit her pants because she's an English teacher, too. And she read it. And she's like, oh, my God. I go, I go this is where it's all going, dude. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you saw a chat GPT. Like, they just passed the bar exam. and um, Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Could we leverage it? We are. All right. How do you think I could leverage it? The one I was using said it wasn't updated since 2020, so I stopped using it because I'm not sure. I heard it's in beta phases. The free one online, ChatGPT, is beta okay. phases still. But I also heard it's like 5% of what's really out there. We don't even know what's really well, out there. Oh, well, yeah. They stopped. Um, you know, there hasn't been any input into it, I think, since 21. So I don't know where it's I know we're running over. Let me give you a couple speed dating questions and I'll get you out of here. What's, yeah. your, what's your biggest lesson that you learned from winning two Super Bowl ads in a row consecutively? What's your biggest takeaway? Don't ever be afraid of looking over the if you're not looking over the edge, you're not far enough. Which means like taking risks and going out of the box? Take risks. What's your biggest lesson you've learned from Rocket so far? No, I mean, I, there's tons of uh, lessons. I think one of one of the, one, the ones that really I had to change my mindset joining this organization was, you know, don't be afraid to fail, fail fast, learn and go. I grew up in a, a company and a culture where if you failed, you buried the body and you hope to God no one found it. And that was, a I had to change that mindset. Got it. For a guy like me, do you think I should keep documenting the journey and posting content that way? Do you think Absolutely. I should schedule time to just post? creative content that catches the attention no it's a journey like you know listen, i don't like him personally but you know a guy that i look at my feed every day you ever seen you know do you follow mateen cleaves mateen cleaves mateen cleaves do you know him no he's the uh boy played basketball at michigan state won the 2000 national championship every day in his car on the way to work he posts a video he's always posting stuff about his journey and mindset and the day of like you know it's every morning I don't like him personally, but you know his messages are pretty good. Pretty good. All right, your your job is pretty much to to stay on top of trends and always have the the next it thing that's out there. How do you stay on top of everything and make sure that your mind's always fresh and you know the next thing coming? Listen, listen, listen to others around you, 
and that, you know, I only know what I know. And sometimes what's on the trend, what's to come, you listen to everyone around you and that includes your children. Because I watch how my children consume content, how they engage, da, da, da. Like, you know, that is the, that is the future of when they think about cons- like content creation, content consumption and distribution is, you know, watching Watching young people and how they engage with it, because that's the future of where it goes. I mean, they just think about how you consume media now than you did five years ago or 10 years ago, whether it's streaming, mobile, and how you engage with that content. I mean, that's, I think Super Bowl this year is going to be really interesting to see how brands are going to continuously lean into some AI. What is your main tip for trying to grow a brand, business, or an account on social media? Be true. Be true to yourself. Be true to your, you know, your, uh, your followers, your fans, whatever it might be. If you try to be somebody you're not or you're trying to be, I think you'll get snipped out. You got to be authentic at any all times. And so I'm meeting with uh, Austin and Tim on Friday. I'm working on doing consulting for Rocket Companies to make sure the culture is aligned throughout all of our companies and the leadership's aligned because we have some leaders that we say it's the best leader and the best team and some people we can't say the same so i'm trying to create that identical culture at least for the most important things i'm growing this consulting business and i'm doing this social media and trying to tackle a million things at once what's one piece of advice you have for me moving forward one piece of advice i have you for moving if you were my partner in this journey what's one thing you would tell me well it almost comes back to the first question you asked don't be afraid to take a risk all right keep taking risks well thanks a lot for your time casey i truly appreciate it man good to see you dude yes Uh, sir